Hey guys, what's up? This is the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast, where we talk about shortcuts, secrets, and truths we wish we knew 20 years ago about being disabled. Together, let's take over your disability with a winning mindset and learn to live life the way you want. What's up, everybody? This is Isaac with Man vs. Wheelchair. And this is Joshua. How are you all doing today? Hopefully well. Um, Josh and I decided that we wanted to kind of step outside of the... Uh, the relationship and personal side and get to more of a technical side. So today we wanted to talk about how to get a job. Joshua, what kind of employment do you have? Uh, I have a spidey record, man. Lots of gaps in there. Um, I'm not absolutely not the best resource on becoming an employee. Well, that's okay, you know, because this is kind of um, I I really feel like this is where most people are at uh, that are disabled or even uh, people that have more of a challenge, we don't have to limit it completely to dis, uh, to a disability, but just to have anybody that has a challenge, um, because there are so many elements and aspects about getting and maintaining a job that other people don't really think about. And I know for myself, I had to get out of a mindset of um, of being successful or not being successful. You know, and I just kind of had to step out and, and push through. And, you know, so now it, 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 it works. I'm employed, you know, I'm self-sustaining, which is awesome. You know, I get to support my, my, my family. And, uh, and that's, a, that's a wonderful thing. Um, but I, I want to stress also that there is a psychological side of being, um, being employed. And, and like I said, for myself, it's waking up every day and wanting to be employed, wanting to have money, you know, looking at all of these people that, you know, are going on vacation and they're doing all these fun things. And then I look at my bank account and I have to wait for my SSI check to drop. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not going to take my family, you know, to the Bahamas on a couple hundred dollars a month, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So for me, it was a a psychological thing. Have you experienced anything like that in the past? Oh, yeah, man. That that SSI check is brutal. It's, uh, you know, just barely enough to scrape by. So, so, you know, and and having a job is good for your psyche in the first place. So anything you can do to add value out there, you know, that's, it's going to make you feel better as a person. Um. Yeah, the SSI struggle is real. It's it's so little money. And, uh, you know, I can't imagine many situations where it's enough to get by. And uh, on top of that, it's so difficult to uh, get out of it, you know? Like, it's like any, any upwards momentum you make, you know, you get penalized on that side. Right. So it's really right. it's really difficult at the start at the beginning to uh, break off of it because you know you're probably gonna have to sacrifice a lot of time, um, but you know I don't think anyone wants to live on that little of income. Right, and and you know I and this is definitely a, a talk for another day on you know what I think should happen for people that are permanently disabled or partially disabled with the whole SSI thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I myself and I have two older brothers that were disabled as well. And, you know, we all received SSI. Two of us were married, 
right? With, with three kids, both my, my brother, Matt and I, we have three kids Mm -hmm. and, uh, that's assuming that, you know, uh, you're living in some sort of free housing situation, Mm -hmm. you know, and like all of this money is just supposedly, it's like, oh, well they're disabled, you know, give them a couple hundred dollars and they'll be fine. You know, (laughs) but that's not the case. You know, it's like I had, you know, I have a vehicle of my own. My wife has a vehicle diapers do not care how much money you make they're expensive no matter what Mm -hmm. you know um sure we had you know assistance with you know like uh the link and the food stamps and uh and medical things like that so that was a little bit of a help but there was it was a pit that we were in you know it was the pit of misery absolutely that we couldn't get out of and it's like, sure, my wife could go out and get a job, but she also, you know, uh, which just kind of, it, it is what it is. I need help too. I'm, I'm a disabled person. You know, I can't just be at home with the kids all day. You know, it's like, I, right. I need help. And uh, that doesn't take away, I don't think, my desire to want to be a dad and to be there and to, to help. But, you know, it's not as easy as just, oh, well, let your wife go get a job. There's there's more to it than that. And, you know, physically, there's more to it. I, like I said, I can't, uh, you know, I can't just go to any job and be like, hey, let me file papers for you. Right. I I have muscular dystrophy. I can't even lift my hands out of my lap. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I can sign my name and write and type a little bit. But even just very basic um, office skills or something that I lack because physically I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So you have this psychological element going and you also have these physical limitations, right? And both of them combining together, it makes for a difficult point for both you and your spouse. And you eventually just have to get to the point where you say, okay, either we're going to do this or we're going to live, you know, in poverty that's really what it is is poverty you know you have to move in with somebody and just kind of become a professional mooch right and i didn't i didn't want that i don't want that for myself i don't want that for my wife and kids so that's when you know it's like okay it's time to move on and it's time to start busting your butt to get going and what what were some of the first steps that you took to getting out well okay so there's a lot of steps in between i think the very first step is finding all of the resources in your area because mm-hmm. without without the support in the beginning like you said you know you can't stay there by yourself and you know you need you need help in other ways to kind of supplement for either your wife going out to get a job and you know you spending time alone or you um maybe you need transportation to the job or, or something like that. So I think the first part of it um, is because, you know, anytime you want to get help from the government, from state or, or whatever, or local, it takes a long time to get that mm-hmm. set up. So you need to start this process, you know, months in advance. Um, and then the very next thing for me, see, I've, I've never... I said at the beginning, I do not have a good track record of being an employee. I just, I've tried it. I've had two jobs 
Um, one was data entry and the other was actually an internship. Um, and then the other one was more, I had three. So like the other one was more freelancing. But the one thing that I noticed is I'm not, I just don't have the personality to be an employee, which is why right. I, I do self-employment now. Um, but that's not for everybody. But either way, either if you want to go with the entrepreneurial route or you want to be an employee and have something steady, the the beginning of that journey is skill building. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's where when either or either or uh, if you're going to be self-employed or if you're going to be an employee, um, you have to be uh, you have to be motivated. You have to have a discipline about yourself, um, even more so if you're self-employed, because nobody's making you get up and clock in in the mornings. Right. You know, like uh, you don't have a boss breathing down your neck telling you to get the job done. Um, I I really enjoy where I'm at right now, where I'm partially um, self-employed and I'm I partially am an employee. So I'm kind of getting the best of both worlds right now. Um, but if you're not building a skill set to be able to be a um, to to be a, well, what's the word to be useful, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. that's that's what it comes down to is, are you going to be useful for society or not? Yeah. And if you if you are. Great. And if you're not, then I mean, I'm sorry, you're just going to end up be living on some sort of uh, assistance for the rest of your life. Yeah, because you're in the job setting, um, your usefulness has to be you have to be more useful than disabled. Right. Right. So like, exactly. I mean, that's pretty harsh, but it's true. You know, if you and, want, go ahead. I was going to say, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do your usefulness is physical. Right. I always want to stress that because most of my usefulness at my, at my job um, is my mind and coming up with ideas Mm -hmm. because I mean, we've, we've, we're moving uh, the office that I work at forward at such a fast pace. We're bringing them from literally the nineties. You know, we're still using pen and paper for everything into, you know, all these cloud-based solutions and and all these digital solutions i should say and all it took was just me saying hey why are we still doing that let's mm-hmm. do this let's do that so my usefulness was more of my mind than my physical so yeah. i just wanted to state that real quick so go ahead well yeah i mean and you have to so at the beginning of the skill building you have to understand what your limitations are you know mm-hmm. if you're if you're physically disabled like you and i like you know, we're not going to be able to skill build in like inventory stocking, you know, right? It's just not it's not practical. Um, so you need to pick the things that you can do, you know, yeah, yeah. like not even honestly, not even the things that you want to do at the beginning, because, right. you know, you just need to get some skills and uh, you know, maybe maybe you want to be uh, a great writer, you know, but the but you're naturally better at, you know, being organized. So you, you know, 
Um, she could be like a receptionist and, and be organized and help companies organize their online systems and, and you know, whatever it is. Um, yeah. you need to, you need to start small with your realistic skills and in the background, start building up what you actually want to be good at. I think, I think now is a great time to do a shameful plug <laughs> on our PDF that we have uh called you know the seven advantages of being disabled right because within yeah. that we talk about how to find your skills how to become useful how to be an asset not only to yourself but to those around you and for a job site as well mm -hmm. so uh you know there we have even just you know you and i are trying to create these resources for others so that way we can help get people out of that out of this rut because I mean I know how miserable it was for me to be in it. I'm thankful I was thankful that I had money coming in and that I was able to um, to sustain, but it was just barely keeping my head, you know, um, above water. And then now looking back these you know these last few years of moving forwards, and you think how in the world did I ever really live on that much without starving sure. to death, you know? Um, and then hopefully 10 years from now, I'll look back and say, how did I live where I am now? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and it's that you're constantly reaching those, those next goals, you know, set the goal, reach the goal and don't write out the box. I, and I mean, you can, if you want to, and some people have, and they've done it, but I highly suggest starting small. Like you said, f find one skill that you can start to focus on and it might take a week, it might take six months, it might take a year. But as soon as you get that skill down to where you're confident in it, then you can start reaching out and saying, hey, let me use this skill to help you. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where the other psychological part is, is you have to get to a point to where you're saying, I am ready now to kind of put myself out there, you know, win or fail, either or, I have to put it out there. Yeah, um, so... So just real quick, you know, uh, the main thing that you want to do with building a skill is you want to start getting feedback with the skill. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, maybe we can do a, a different podcast about um, how to actually get started on building those skills, where to go, um, how to actually get resources to, um, to improve those skills. But I just want to give something actionable right now for anybody listening who has a skill that they want to develop, but maybe they don't, like maybe you can't find a client or you don't know where to start. All you have to do is go to fiverr.com and make an account and post your the job you're willing to do. If you can do graphic design, you know, post, you know, I'll create a web banner for your website for five dollars or i will uh i'll write a blog post for you for five dollars you know just something something to get you out there in the marketplace and mm -hmm. and just starting and and earning your first five dollars with it is gonna make you feel so good and oh man yeah and i remember the first time i made money online and it was like it's like the best feeling ever because you realize that 
there is there's so much money on the internet and you know you just have to put yourself in those places where you know you start bringing it in so something real quick that anybody can do anybody listening to this you have access to the internet i'm sure you have a skill whether it's developed or not you can go to fiverr.com register for an account and and do anything there are people in there that will like I think I saw some girls on there that are like, I'll talk to you. I'll listen to your problems for 10 minutes for $5. Like, I I don't even know what, she wouldn't even talk back maybe. I don't know. But there's some crazy stuff on there. You can do, you can get on there and you can find something you got to offer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and see that, this is something, I think this, I can, I can make this roll right into something else I wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. is... By doing that, you're setting your own time, you're setting your own pace, because something that you have to keep in mind is if you are an employee, you have to run at the speed of your employer, mm-hmm. okay? And there is a physical toll that happens whenever you are an employee. And we see it all the time with people that are able-bodied. You know, my, my brothers, uh, they were minors, Right. So they would go work 12 hours and then come home and, you know, uh, or they'd swing by, you know, our house before they would go home. And they're just covered head to toe in in coal dust. And they're just Mm -hmm. their countenance is low because, you know, they're just beat up from working. And having a job is a physical thing. And even being self-employed, there's an emotional thing that 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 is uh, it just it gets to you. Right. That's just part of it. Um, So I want to stress that while you're building your skill set, you need to be focusing on your health as well and preparing yourself for being away. I don't know if you have to have help, you know, uh, eating or using the restroom or, or, you know, what what your physical needs are. But be conscious while you're building your skill set, if you're going to get out into the workforce and be an employee start now, you know, start, start, um, training your body to be able to be at work. Uh, and that's something that I really didn't do. And, and I kind of paid for it a little bit cause I just kind of went 100% and a couple, I was fine for a while. And then it just slowly started to take a toll. Um, so, you know, your health is very important. And especially if, uh, you know, if you're not really used to doing physically demanding things, um, you know, like I said, I can't really move my hands very well, but I drive and I type and I didn't realize how long, you know, uh, when I, you know, it's a 30 minute drive to work and it's a workout on my abs. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm sitting up all day, you know, I can't lay down. I can't take a nap. I can't rest. Um, you know, I have, I'm constantly have to sit up straight because, uh, part of my position is I'm constantly dealing, uh, with the public. So, you know, I can't just kind of lounge back. Uh, and then I have my drive home and, you know, I've been up for 10, 12 hours by the time I get home. So, you know, it's, it's a physical thing. So be, be conscious, you know, of, of where you're at, know your limitations and don't overstretch yourself in the beginning. You know, you can build up to it if you need to, but don't be afraid to take some time for yourself while you're building your skill set to also build up your health. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because if you, you know, you, you work yourself to a point where you physically can't handle it, um, you're going to put it at risk, you know? Right, right, um, exactly, exactly. And that's that's what we don't want to happen. You know, you don't want to risk it. Mm-hmm. Um, resources, man, what do, what do you think are some of the best resources as far as uh, getting out there? Well, um, one of the greatest resources is, and I'm eternally thankful uh, for is uh, a program in Missouri. Now, I don't know, you know, where else they have it, but I do know it's in Missouri. Uh, it's a um, place called Vocational Rehabilitation. Um, they're, they're one of the best resources in the state for mm. actually getting out there and gaining skills and uh, getting a job. And they they pretty much help you go from A to Z. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure what other states have voc rehab, but you could look it up in Missouri and, you know, you could see if there's other um, places like that in your state, maybe by a different name. Well, I know I know for me, it was called voc, re- voc rehab. I lived in Illinois and they mm-hmm. took me from. Uh, they came in actually in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those parents that are listening that have uh, uh, disabled kids in high school, um, you can reach out and uh, and get started then, uh, then. And they took me from high school all the way through to employment. Mm-hmm. So they they helped me at college. They paid for my books. They paid for my uh, my classes. They uh, paid to get me all the modifications for my van. Um, they, they even paid mileage for me to drive back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I graduated, then I kind of, uh, they, we went from the school side into the employment side. So they got me a ticket to work. Uh, they helped me with my resume. They started helping me get job applications out there. So that is definitely, you know, in Illinois, it's in, again, it's called the same thing, my voc rehab. Uh, so, so, uh, I, I'm with you, man. It's one of the, I'm eternally uh, grateful, you know, for, for them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sure that there are other employment agencies out there as well, you know? Yeah. I'm sure. I don't, you know, I don't know if voc rehab is like a government wide program or if it's state by state, I would assume maybe it is government wide because it's in Illinois as well. You know? Well, I, I live currently in Tennessee and a gentleman, said that there is a voc rehab here in Tennessee as well. So I'm guessing that it probably is uh, national, at least, you know, government, like you said, wide. Interesting. uh, Yeah. yeah. But also, also, I don't want to uh, kind of pass over the fact that it's okay to use friends and family as well. Mm -hmm. You know, if if for some reason, you know, you don't want to do the whole voc rehab or find some other employment agencies like MantraCon or something like that, you know, get your skill sets and or a skill and then just start asking friends and family, hey, can I help you do this? Mm-hmm. I just learned how to do this. Do you know anybody that needs something done? And I know that for me, when I first started my uh, uh, my media marketing firm, right, I I just graduated uh, college. I had a, a, a degree not in marketing, but it was in computer information. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I could nail doing social media management so i just started reaching out to all my friends in town that had uh that had job or that had businesses 
I was like, hey, let me do some advertising for you. Let me write some posts for you. And they were like, okay, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. And it was totally fine that I did it for free because I was learning. And then once I got to the point where I could do it fairly well, then I started approaching businesses that I didn't, you know, owners that I didn't know. And now I had a little bit of some examples that I could show. And now I could start thinking about charging, you know, and so you just kind of build it up. So don't, don't just overlook your friends and family because they can be a fantastic resource, uh, just like anybody else. You know, it's like you, an ambulatory person, they, they lose a job and ask a friend, Hey, you know, anybody that has, you know, a, a business that's hiring or do you know of a business? Oh yeah. You know, John down the road, blah, 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 blah. Well, do the same thing. Be like, hey, you know, you know that I'm disabled. Do you know any companies that would be willing to work with me that are in the local area that are sensitive to my needs? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we hope you got something out of this today. Um, If you need anything, don't hesitate to give us an email. I don't know exactly what we could do, but we'd love to chat with you and trying to uh, help figure out where, where you need to get started and where you can go from there. So until next time, I am Isaac. And I'm Joshua. And this is the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast, and we'll see you later. See you. Thanks for listening to the Man vs. Wheelchair Podcast. If you guys got this far, that's amazing. And I hope you got some value. And I want you to do one more thing for me. Go to manvswheelchair.com and sign up to join the club. That's where we're going to give you exclusive content and more tips on how to level up in life. So go do that right now. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit that follow button.